Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast, where you'll hear from the people within the EMSB community and beyond, beyond. people with some inspiring stories, and people who work very hard to make this board, the EMSB, the choice of thousands of families. Here's your host, Suzanne Desotel. Well, it's the start of a new school year, and it's not just for returning students. One of the biggest concerns that parents and young people have is the start of their academic career, and that means kindergarten. So we decided that it would be a very good idea to speak to a kindergarten transition agent, Candace Madden. She is the agent for the EMSB, so we can tell parents how they can perhaps ease that transition, ease the anxiety that not only the children are feeling, but mom and dad are feeling. And I don't know, but somehow I think that gets transmitted down to the children as well. Also with us is a kindergarten teacher. She's with Westmount Park, Tina Trufa. And so we're going to talk about what Tina goes through helping the students as they begin their academic career. Sounds so strange to say that for kindergartners. But Candace, let's talk with you. I have been hearing a lot from parents just this past week at the beginning of a new school year about their anxiety and their children's anxiety entering into kindergarten. What's the best piece of advice that you could give off the top of your head to parents first? Well, I think first of all, it is a big step. It's a it's a new change. It's a huge transition, as you said, for parents and children as well. I think the first thing to keep in mind is those jitters and all of those emotions and whatnot are normal. It's uh, definitely normal because they're starting a new chapter, uh, you know, in their lives. Um, I mean, there's different uh, suggestions that I can give to parents in terms of how to kind of ease that anxiety. One of them being, um, you know, to speak and to open up and have a conversation with your child about starting school. If, if they have any concerns, if they have any uh, things that they want to talk about, about the whole process of starting school, to really have that conversation. And then to just offer reassurance and comfort to your child. I think that's really important to have that space and to create that space for having that kind of a conversation. Secondly, I think that it's important as well for parents to speak positively about the whole starting school experience. There's older siblings as well that have had experience and positive experiences in being in school to invite them into the conversation. And uh, once again, to really create a space for offering reassurance, comfort, and really trying to be upbeat and uh, positive about the whole experience because uh, Change can also be a very beautiful thing as well. But I'm sure I'm not alone. Every parent, I think, when that first child goes oh, to kindergarten, sure. <laughs> you put the child on the bus. Then you start to bawl like a baby. And once you're able to see again, you get in your car and you follow that school bus and you hide <laughs> and you wait until you sure. see your child safely get off the bus and enter the school. Yeah. I mean, that's, so the parent's anxiety, mm -hmm. I think, is often transmitted down to the, to the child. Mm -hmm. And uh, just when you mentioned having that positive uh, tone with children, uh, that's very important. Yeah, it is important. And I understand it can also be a challenge. You know, it's also challenging as well to, to do that. But I think it's really taking a deep breath because, as I said earlier, a lot of these things are normal and even the sentiments of course that parents are feeling are very normal as well and with time for parents and children that whole transition into school is not something that takes place in 24 hours either it's really is a process it's throughout the month of September throughout the month of October 
and even going into November, like it's, it takes it. time. Yeah. Exactly. And I think also, you know, parents reading storybooks to their children about uh, starting school, there's a lot of wonderful uh, mm -hmm. books out there that parents can, can read, even if they don't have them at home, they can borrow them from the local library. And I think maybe even through storybooks, parents' anxiety about school and whatnot, and what a typical day at school might look like, might be eased a little bit through that, to having that shared experience with their child. Very interesting. Miss Tina, yes. when they come in that very first day, you must be able to tell pretty easily who's going to have a struggle and who's not. It is very easy to tell. In the first five minutes, we know which students are comfortable, which students are a little more nervous. We can also tell with the parents whether they're having anxiety letting go or not. Um, what we try to do is obviously greet every child. We meet with them in small groups, so it's a safer setting, a little less overwhelming. We have time to speak with each parent, to speak with each child, and get to know them a little bit. So normally the way I run my classroom, I put table toys out on the table, some Play-Doh, some coloring, inviting books, things like that, that the children can go around, explore the room, discover all the space. And then I have the parents just casually talking and telling me a little bit about their child. Uh, we answer all their questions, all their anxiety. We try to put them at ease first. And the children... You see, it is the parents. If the children are clinging to the parent, we try to gently persuade them to leave the parent a little bit and get comfortable in the space. Well, this is a new aspect because normally the parent wouldn't be invited into the classroom. It's like, you know, cut the apron strings and let them well, learn on their own. We do have to do that at a certain point. They are invited in to see the space. They're invited to see where their child will spend the day. Okay. And once they are comfortable, we tell them we're starting our daily routine. So we do start them with our circle time. Our structure and routine is very important in kindergarten. And once you've done it a few days in a row, the kids are very comfortable. It doesn't take that long to make them feel comfortable in the classroom. But once the parents know as well that they're fine, they're ready to leave. But we do have to say at a certain point, okay, say bye-bye to mommy and daddy. <laughs> it's time to go, and we'll see you at, you know, 2.15 or 2.30. Yeah, it's interesting that there would be this much anxiety because the children today, I mean, they're going to daycare. Yeah. They've already experienced that. Some of them have done pre-K or they've done other types of, of schooling, even as young as three, whether it be for an mm -hmm. hour or two, you know, here or there with, with community services and things. So you wouldn't think that the anxiety would be that much. It tends to be the same level. Is that coming from the parents or from the children? Well, I've, it's also a new environment. So I think that at times, even though if a, if a child has been in a pre-K classroom or coming from daycare or coming from home, it's still a switch in environment. And I also believe the school setting, it's a much larger building. Yeah. Usually the CPUs yes. or some of the daycares are a little bit smaller. When they come into the school, it seems like a large building. There's more mm -hmm. than one floor. There's two or three floors. What if I get lost? What if I can't find the washroom? So we generally take them right away on a tour get them comfortable with the space. You can't get lost. And if you're unsure of something, we let them meet adults that can help them along the way. So they'll meet all the teachers, their support staff, 
colleagues, you know, we tell them who our neighbors are. We show them signs on the wall, like if they leave the room, this is how you know it's our classroom if they don't know all their numbers. It's the one with the bear on the door, or the apples on the door, and we give them signs so that they know, okay, I can find my way back, I won't get lost in this big building. That's a very interesting aspect too, because that must be overwhelming for them. And not only that, there's also a whole new group of children. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so these are new faces Absolutely. to them, they don't know them yet. And so how do you facilitate them getting along with each other and meeting each other and forming those friendships? In the morning when we do our morning circle, we always make sure to say good morning to every child by name so they start to learn the children's names. I find as soon as they know some of the names, they feel more comfortable. As we continue, we do little play groups, little uh, cooperative games, maybe sitting at a station working on something. We'll always use the names and see if they're comfortable with the people in that group. Sitting at the tables, we watch to see sort of who they choose to go sit with. I don't give them assigned seats right away. I sort of let them meet each other. And, of course, you have some children who right away will run and say hello to everybody, and then you have the ones that hide in a corner. Mm. You generally go and find the ones that hide in the corner, and I'll keep them with me for a little bit until they're more comfortable. And eventually you see they just find someone that they click with, and they're off and running, and they don't need you anymore. Okay, Candace, the last word to you, to parents. It's really a new experience, a new change. I think that if they could be flies on the walls too and see how, like Miss Tina was talking about, how the children and the classroom setups are, are done and the teachers are wonderful too and very experienced in terms of dealing with a whole gamut of different uh, behaviors or whatnot and, and with early childhood, I think that that in itself would reassure them. Uh, once again, it's normal, like all of the uh, feelings that parents have about their children starting. So that's one thing to realize that is that it is normal. And with time and with that uh, adaptation period, uh, whether it be one week or two weeks or three weeks, every child is different that uh, in more times than not, then those are issues in terms even with children and also with parents mm-hmm. that will diminish. Once they see their children coming home and saying at one point that they are enjoying school, and that doesn't have to necessarily be on day one. That might be uh, after week one. That might be after week two. That might be after yeah. month one. And they, and they may even choose not to eat the first few days at school, first few weeks. Some of them are just, they're nervous. They won't eat. It's normal. By second week, they should be eating. These are things that you'll get accustomed to, but parents do panic about that. And it's very common that they just sort of wait till after school and they eat at home. So don't be nervous if you see that. (laughs) Yeah, it's very common. And we have parents come and ask, my child's not eating. You're not letting him eat his lunch or you're not letting him eat. Say, no, we always open it up and offer it to them. And we try to encourage. But after a week or two, you'll see it'll come back empty. They're running around. They're busy. They're hungry. So they'll, they'll eat. And the other thing I ask parents, quick and painless goodbye. It's very hard for them to give that last kiss and wave and say bye. But I always tell them the same way we ask the kids to be brave. The parents need to be brave. And cry in the car. If the children see that you're anxious, then they get anxious. And the goodbyes become longer and longer and longer. Whereas if they leave five minutes later, even if the child is crying, they stop crying and the day is great. They have a great day. Absolutely. All right. One last thing then, Candace, on the EMSB website. Yes. There is a video that you have put together. Yes. What is the name of the video? The video is Supporting Your Child's Transition into Kindergarten. And it's a video for parents that I put together with uh, more tips and suggestions in terms of what parents can also do at home to support their child's transition into kindergarten. So that's a video on the main page. And there's also a tip sheet where parents can just 
click and download the tip sheet as well that goes along with it. There's also storybook suggestions in terms of what parents can, uh, storybooks that they can read at home with their children and lots of other, uh, lots of other tips. So my thanks to Candace Madden, who is the kindergarten transition agent for the EMSB and to Ms. Tina Trufa, <laughs> who is a kindergarten teacher at Westmount Park South. South. Thank you.